This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So I've been promising a show on just simply dirt cheap stocks. I've covered some of the dirt cheap stocks with good Zach's ranks in the past. And I know you want to know just the dirt cheap ones without the good Zach's rank. So these would be companies with forward PEs under five. Yes, this is even cheaper than the screens I've run in the past, which was under 10, which is well under the average of the S&P 500, which is um, about 16 and a half, I think, right now. So even PEs under 10 are really cheap. But these ones, I searched for PEs under five. Now, remember, a PE that low with our market conditions, which are still near the all-time highs despite this mini correction we're having, still, you know, pretty elevated up there. These are not obviously at the all-time lows like we saw 10 years ago when stocks really sold off. Then you would expect a lot more low PEs, but we're still going to get a considerable number probably of PEs under the five. And that can be a warning sign that something is amiss. Now, I do have to caveat that by saying we are at record earnings, so the E and the PE, the E part is high. So that is probably uh, making some stocks appear to be a little cheaper than they otherwise might have too. So these aren't necessarily bad market conditions to find the cheap stocks because that E is rising. And so I screened for just the basic forward PE under five. I did not include the X rank this time. And I just wanted the list of the truly cheapest stocks that are in the Zacks universe. So these did have to have a rank of some kind. They did have to have, you know, the one, two, three, four, or five. Yes, I put the strong cells in here. And that means analysts are covering them. So that limits it to our universe of about 4,400 stocks. But still, that's a pretty big universe there. And... With the screen, I still got 52 stocks. I was kind of surprised. I thought it might be about 30, but no, it was 52. And what was in this group? So I saw a lot of foreign companies. I guess I'm not really surprised at that because there has a couple analysts usually covering these foreign companies, like foreign airlines, for instance. And there were retailers in here that I'm not surprised at either, despite the fact that a lot of retailers have closed. There's some that are pretty beaten down. There were some energy stocks again in here. And then there were some drug companies. So that I don't think would be surprising to some of you who've been following the drug sector. But I haven't really covered many of those on the Value Investor podcast. And today I'm going to. So remember some of them with the E part are seeing a good rising E, and that's why we're getting this low P. But as you'll see in just a moment, there are some things going on with some of these that are PEs under five, as I suspected. So let's jump right into what the, the picks are. And the first one is one of those drug companies. So Lynette, the ticker is LCI. Now they've been a little bit in chaos trying to turn it around. So they have one drug. I don't know if I should even bother to pronounce this one. <laughs> Let's just call it Levo because a lot of the analysts just shorten it to that. And this is a big percentage of the biz. So it's very concentrated in this one drug. They know this is an issue. There's some generics coming. They're, um, you know, they need to diversify 
because of this generic competition. And so they have a new CEO who's in there trying to turn the ship around and get, you know, some newer drugs in there. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean R&D is going to cut it. They may have to acquire. And some of the analysts think it'll be in partnerships and licensing, which the company has emphasized that that's the area they're going to be going into to get some diversification. But in February for last quarter, they did lower their sales guidance So um, you shouldn't be surprised. That's why this one's a cheap stock right now. PE is 4.8. They do not pay a dividend, but they are expected to see in fiscal 2018, 9.8% earnings growth. So there's that. That's a good sign. Fiscal 2019, though, a decline of 3.9%. Not too awful, but this is some of the um, issues with the diversification and the generic competition. So over the last year, shares have declined 37.7%. They're now near the multi-year lows here. So again, you can kind of see there's some issues going on. But you got the cheap PE 4.8. So if you're looking for these cheap um, kind of turnaround drug plays, Lynette might be one you might want to watch. Um, just as a warning as well, there's a supposedly a 60% short interest. I didn't look it up, but it's heavily shorted too. So that's going to make it pretty volatile. So for some of you who want to be a little bit longer term investors, that might make this one a little bit difficult to buy. Okay, let's move on to number two. This is the energy play, and it's called Emerge Energy Services, E-M-E-S, is the ticker. So this is a real small cap, just $218 million market cap. You probably never heard of it. It is a limited partnership. So they mine, produce, and distribute the silica sand, the sand that they use for fracking. So when the energy market plunged and they weren't you know, fracturing, they weren't drilling and all of that stuff, then this company had a lot of problems along with the rest of the energy sector. So they lost 12 cents last year. This year, though, expected to make $1.38. So huge gains, as we're seeing with a lot of the energy companies. This PE is also 4.8, so really cheap if they make that $1.38. And they're reporting on May 1st. So if you want to tune in to see what is going on so far in 2018, you'll get a good idea in just a couple of weeks. So yeah, this one, if you're looking for energy side, these kind of niche energy players are starting to make a comeback and a lot of them are still cheap. Our third stock is uh, one that's had a little bit more troubles, similar to Lynette, Roadrunner Transportation Systems, RRTS is the ticker. It's only trading at $2.31 right now. (laughs) It's also a stock under five, five dollars that is. So you got both stock under five dollars and you have PE under five. Okay, the PE on this one is 2.1. So right there, you kind of have to be wondering, what's wrong with it? Why isn't Wall Street caring? They're almost giving it away, right? Well, this is a micro cap company, $88 million market cap. They do transportation logistics services. They're actually in Downers Grove, Illinois, which is my hometown. So I was kind of surprised to see that they're headquartered there. So Illinois company, they do a lot of air and ground logistics. They have temperature controlled trucks, that kind of stuff, dry vans. So you'd think with the economy doing well, this company would be doing well. But they've had some accounting issues, it looks like. They've had to restate 
a whole bunch of years. It looks like in January 2018, they restated 2015 and 2016. Then they refiled 2017 quarterly reports and they are um, got a warning from the New York Stock Exchange because they're late on filing their 2017 10K. But they did say they expect to file that in the second quarter of this year of 2018 and get back into compliance. Now, when a company does get warned about you know, not having their filings in on time because this is a requirement to being listed – they get the warning and then there's always a procedure about it. There's like, you know, a certain amount of time that the company has in order to comply before they're delisted. So, and that's usually considerable amount of time. So I'm not concerned about Roadrunner being delisted, given that the company said that they are going to file in the second quarter of 2018. They did give an update on the business and on what happened in 2017 now that they refiled the first three quarters there. So the revenues for the first three quarters of 2017 were up 3.3% to $1.53 billion from $1.48 billion in the first nine months of 2016. So it's good to see those revenues climbing. They did have a lot of legal costs in the recent quarters, as you can imagine, with the compliance issues, the restatements. They had to do an internal investigation and bring in outside people to find out what was going on. So there's those costs, but those should be, you know, declining and soon will go away if everything, you know, checks out and and they get up to date with everything. So they did say they're continuing to see some rate improvement after challenging first three quarters of last year so that their environment for the rates is improving. That's a positive but we only have one estimate on this, as I've said, and they're calling for a dollar four for this year. You're going to really have to tune in on these conference calls, though. As I said, this is a micro cap with an $88 million market cap. Shares are only trading at $2.31. I feel like this one is like a roll the dice gamble one. But if they really make a dollar four, well, then that's kind of interesting to me as a value investor. It's pretty darn cheap. So Roadrunner Transportation Systems, RRTS. I know some of you are following it because you've been tweeting it at me like, what do you think of this one, Tracy? Be careful, of course, because there's a reason it's a P of 2.1. But uh, do your homework and listen in on those conference calls and try to figure out what's going on because sometimes there are hidden gems out there or ones you just want to take a gamble on, right? So that's our third stack. Our fourth one is GameStop. GME is the ticker. Most of you are familiar with this company. They have 7,200 stores still. They um, sell the video games and the hardware. And the shares are at 13-year lows for this one. So not looking good for GameStop. Year-to-date, the shares are down 25%. So they keep sliding. Like there seems to be no end in sight. I know some people probably got in a while ago when it looked to be cheap and you're thinking, oh, how much lower can it get? I'm asking the same thing right now as it's trading, what is it at, like 12 or $13, I think, right now. And given the huge decline and, you know, 13-year lows, again, you're thinking, how much lower can it get? Oh, maybe this is a good time to get in. But, of course, it could always drop another 50%. <laughs> I mean, nothing is stopping it, right? So here's the lowdown of what's going on with the company. They had a pretty good holiday quarter, actually, with um, double-digit 
comparable store sales growth. And the U.S. was especially strong at 14 percent, little less internationally at eight, a little over 8 percent. Uh, but they guided 2018 same-store sales flat to down 5%. And some of that is because the Nintendo Switch launched last year and the comps for that, like so that gave a boost to the business, but not as many people are going to be buying that system going into 2018 because they've already bought it. So it's going to be hard going um, year-over-year comps there, and then they're expecting a lot more growth in the second half of the year when they're not fighting that strong first half of the year comp because that's when the Nintendo Switch launched last year was first half of the year. So you have those issues. Um, You're expected to see 8% earnings decline in 2018. So that's giving me a little bit of value trap vibes there. But here's something you should know. It pays a dividend that is now 11.2%. So (laughs) you're getting 11.2, but the shares could continue to decline. So for those of people who bought at the beginning of the year because it paid the high dividend, they've already lost 25% on the shares. So even if they're getting a big dividend, it's not making up for the losses on the shares. Now, is that dividend safe? It seems normally when you get dividends of this high, companies are cutting it. They're having issues, obviously, if the dividend yield is this high. But they're expected to make $300 million in free cash flow this year in 2018, and the dividend is only about half that cost. And then the rest of the money they're going to spend, I think, on some share buybacks and then putting it back into the business. But they're not having problems with the cash flow, so they can pay this. And the CEO said on the last conference call that it's safe for now. The board is re-upping this dividend, at least for now. So how cheap is it? The PE is 4.4 with this one. But as I said, there's a reason that PEs are below 5 a lot of times. And this one, you're really going to have to drill down in there. Pretty much everybody's abandoned it at this point. So at some point, it might actually be a pretty juicy value play if you think they're going to stay in business here. So that's GameStop, GME. Keep it on your list. Now, our fifth stock is the perennial value investor stock every week, I believe. (laughs) We might as well just keep talking about it because this is the opposite story of GameStop or some of these others that I've covered today. It is a genuinely cheap stock with the Zach's number one rank and it's Micron. Again, Micron, it can do no wrong. MU is a ticker. As I said, it's pulled back now, so it's even cheaper than before. People are still jittery that it's not going to continue to see this kind of earnings growth. What are we looking at? I have to update every week because I, I do think it actually kind of changes every week, it seems. Fiscal 2018 earnings growth expected of 121%. What does that mean? In last year, they made $4.96. This year, $10.99 they're up to now. So more than double of last year and then fiscal 2019 this is the key because that starts you know in this back half of this year the analysts keep raising there too but that's at nine dollars and 86 cents so slightly lower Uh, that's a decline of about 10 percent in the earnings but given how hot it is I wouldn't be surprised to see that but you're still looking at basically almost double what they did just two years ago if this holds and it may still rise further and they may surprise everyone and continue with further earnings growth in fiscal 2019, but it's too soon to know, but still outstanding numbers that we're seeing here. 
and they're executing on, like I said, PE of 4.37. They do have a peg of 0.4 as well. So tons of value fundamentals here, plus rising earnings estimates, the Zach's rank of number one. So yeah, this is a genuine Super cheap stock with the good fundamentals, Micron. So we had to have something good in here, right? Um, one where you, you're not necessarily rolling the dice on. So let's recap the stocks again, because um, I know that's what you want. We had the drug company, Lynette, ticker LCI. Then we had Energy Side, Emerge Energy Services, EMES. Then we had Roadrunner Transportation Systems, RRTS. This is the cheapest one out of all of them with that PE of just 2.1 and it's trading at $2.30. Then we had GameStop, GME, and this is the one with the dividend yield of over 11%, but um, shares are down big year to date. Then we had Micron, the most uh, perfect one of all five of these, and that is MU. As I keep saying every week, I am able to find the value stocks, and here's five uh, juicy ones for you. They are all values. Some of them are ranks fours and fives, which on Zach's ranking system is cells or strong cells. So you want to keep that in mind. I always encourage people to buy stocks with those rising earnings estimates, but I know some of you can't resist some of the super beaten down stocks, and you should take a look at them. Because the rank changes daily. So you may have a situation where it's rank four or a five, and then it reports earnings, and it's better than expected, and the analysts or you know whoever's covering it, we might have more than one on some of these companies that are a little bit bigger, then they raise those estimates and you get the better rank. So always keep them on your watch list. And if you have a longer term outlook the rank while good at picking stocks is a short-term recommendation of just one to three months so keep that in mind as well and that it change can change daily basically so those are a couple things to keep in mind when looking for those value stocks out there and be sure to subscribe on apple podcast on the value investor podcast there and on soundcloud we're under zach's market edge over there you get two for one two shows for one over there under Zach's Market Edge, but be sure to get us every week because then you won't miss any of these stock picks. And I'll see you again next time.